Thank you for listening to the Maidcast. This is a little update on the episode that you're about to hear. Uh, this was recorded a few months ago, and we never got a chance to upload it uh, due to a couple personal issues. But uh, there will be a few things there that we say at the beginning and at the end about uh, changing the schedule, which are now uh, semi-null and void with bringing Jed on as our new uh, host and uh, helm bearer for the podcast. So enjoy this episode of the podcast and just know that uh, in the coming weeks we will be having a new host and a new release schedule for the podcast every other week. Uh, hope you enjoy this past episode of the Maidcast. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Maidcast, the official podcast of the Museum of Art and Digital Entertainment, a series of lectures on video game history uh, as part of the Maid's ongoing effort to preserve history through teaching and displaying playable exhibits of rare games and consoles. Thank you for listening to the Maidcast. The support of listeners like you helps keep the Maid up and running. Our new hours are 12 to 7 p.m. Wednesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday and Saturday, and 11 to 7 p.m. on Sundays. I'm Chin. I'm Red. And I'm Anthony. This week, we're all going to sit down and talk about some news and some new games we're looking forward to playing this holiday season. But first, let's talk about some news. So... Welcome back after a long hiatus, guys. Glad to be sitting down with you again. And it's been a while. Doing this again. Yes, it has been a bit of a time. We're glad we're... to still have you listening to our podcast. So, Yes, thank you for tuning in and giving us the time and effort that you've been. We Thank you for just giving us your time and <laughs> listening to us and enjoying what we got to say about the museum and uh, some current gaming stuff. So, with some of the news, as of this episode going out, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, will be available for purchase and playable, uh, but we currently do not have our hands on them. Uh, we will, in a future episode, we will get you up to date on how that's been going. Uh, so, which version are you all going to get? Uh, I think I'm going to be getting Scarlet. You gotta get a Scarlet? Yes, I think I'm gonna I'm get getting Violet. I mean, to be honest, I want to get both of them. Just, you know. <laughs> yes, I, I think my roommate's gonna get the other version. So we'll be able to get all the options, but. Yeah, I think I like the future settings for the Miraidon on the Violet more than the than the Asian settings. Like, what's, what's better than an like, RGB? dragon and you can ride it and yeah it's cool uh, i don't know motorcycle wolf demon i like that i think that's cool <laughs> it's gonna i mean regardless i mean for everything that's been coming out about pokemon recently uh i i have a feeling that this is gonna be a good one to get people back in if they've dropped off uh it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be nice like open world environment, uh, kind of. You can choose where to go, when to go. You're not locked onto a certain path. It's it's gonna be fun, at it's, least I I think so. If this game is doing good, I think it's gonna encourage people to try of the the previous game they have been making either, like the sword, the sword and shield, the RCS. Like 
if this R game is doing good, I probably got sure. Yeah, as it for sure. But the uh <clears throat> like RCS for sure will get an, a little tick up as well after this game. But it's gonna be like it's just gonna be very interesting to see how it go how it goes on. because uh, like the world is uh based off the world is based out of Spain. Uh like I think like a Spanish uh setting for this whole new region. Uh what is this new region called again? Uh what's this called? Uh hold on, here we go. Play do? I I I I don't remember how 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 start with a P something. Yeah. Hmm. The Pokemon Palladium. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, it's it's just gonna be a very. Uh, this is like there's so many good games and this is gonna be a great game to play for the rest like for the holiday season and just to see what's coming up. Uh, but. I think we can get into a little bit more of Pokemon. Yeah, in addition to, you know, all the features you said, you know, uh, looking at the composer list, there's Toby Fox as one of the composers yes. for Pokemon. So that's going to be really interesting. And um, yeah, we also have Ed Sheeran composing a song for Pokemon. And like, what? Come on now. <laughs> you can yeah. hear it through the promotion video, I think. Well, it, yeah, for a commercial. Yeah. Uh, it's a good game yeah. for family, Pokemon. Yes. So, Toby Fox uh, is a developer and composer for uh, Deltarune and Undertale as well. And to see him do a Pokemon game and to bring that kind of vibe to Pokemon. I mean, we'll see. I, it's probably going to be a Pokemon vibe and not quite a Deltarune vibe or an Undertale vibe. But, hey, uh, it's very exciting to see his versatility. I would go ahead and say, you know, don't be surprised if Toby Fox, you know, directs uh, a Pokemon game in the future. A first-person <laughs> Pokemon game? Oh, <laughs> We'll see. Um, but in other new news, uh, God of War Ragnarok is out. So this is going to be the uh, premium winter game. This is game of the year. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to main... say that. Game of the year. Uh, it's been nominated uh, numerous, numerous 10 out of 10 reviews. Uh, I'm still waiting on picking it up. Uh, I plan on getting a PS5 very soon, and then I want to play it on the... I haven't... I didn't play the game myself, but I watched people play the whole game for this one and also the Elden Ring. I think I will rate it above Elden Ring. We'll see. We'll see about that. I mean, I love God of War. I, I mean, I hope it lives up to that. Uh, everything that I've heard and like some reviews have just said that everything that they did for the like everything they did for the first one combat wise and just kind of story wise they have really developed it and just kind of perfected everything streamlined a few things and really just because they had the whole new combat setup already created they were able to really delve into the story as well and kind of flesh that out even more. The combat I mean, is the story awesome. In the first, yeah, the story I, in the yeah, first the one was great. And the story in this one, I can't imagine how much how they're gonna top the first one. But I had to stop myself. I watched like ten minutes of a playthrough, and <laughs> uh, I yeah, I watched like ten minutes, and I was like, no, it's not, it's not the same. I gotta play it. I gotta play it. Yeah, you and gotta so, play it. <laughs> it's uh, worth it. Worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. It will be worth it. Uh. 
I'm uh, I'm just so excited. He's like I'm I'm fully ready to immerse myself in the next generation now. I've been saving up and slowly acquiring new <laughs> a new setup to play on and it's been it's definitely been worth it. Something that'll last me for a decade plus to come. PS we out too. Uh yes. Uh similarly priced uh I forget if it's it I know it's either the same price or more than the PS5, but if if they work on it and develop it more, hopefully it'll be a good thing. I still think VR has a place in in gaming, but just so so little has been explored uh with it. There's been some great VR experiences, but I'm very excited to see what people can do with the PSVR because We've also talked about how the DualSense controller goes crazy before, but it's the same kind of things on the VR controllers for the PSVR 2. Well, the last time I have my hands on a PSVR, yes, it's awesome. It's a very good one-time experience. But after the first time, or maybe a month, I I just can't find any use on it anymore. I just hope they, they keep on developing more stuff for the PSVR or maybe for VR in general so that we can have more stuff to do with VR devices. I there there's gonna like it's such I still feel like it's still kind of an expensive novelty. It is. Uh like there there are some great experiences but it doesn't it still doesn't really compare to the full experience of sitting down in front of a TV and playing a really immersive i think story. it definitely has its places in the market it just i you need a little bit more just lacking a key stuff a key like a key attractive point to let people to get, really get into it yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out i mean Hope, hopefully i still it's think they can do a really virtual great boy <laughs> i mean <laughs> virtual boy is pretty cool man uh, we also have one of those at the museum that we've uh, set out for events and stuff. Hey, Virtual we... Boy may fail by the time it comes out, but it actually makes a make a make a milestone for the gaming industry. I think. Wait, it was way ahead of its time. Yeah, it's it's probably getting out too too early. Like, exactly. It was and it was too forward thinking. Red, you said <laughs> there's a. They they needed to wait thirty years to release it. You said there was a virtual boy at the museum. Yes, uh, we have a virtual boy at the museum that uh, we have set up at different events before and like displayed it and had a uh, smaller exhibit dedicated to. Uh, it is a bit of a headache because if you imagine it, it's just a world that's filled with uh, red lines. Uh, looks a little kind of evil uh the whole world is just set up as like a you just it, it it's very much like tron but just all red blood uh, color <laughs> yes uh it, yeah it's like a demon invaded tron's world and took over everything sounds like a good device for doom yeah uh that would have been Oh man, Doom may have been Doom on Virtual Boy, boy game. <laughs> Someone, uh, some 
someone in some basement somewhere is working on that as we speak. I someone needs to work on, on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be incredible. I mean, yes, Doom has been played on everything, but has it been played on Virtual Boy? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Why never? Anyone figures it out. <laughs> you can play it on a thermostat. Why not a Virtual Boy? Yeah. Is there... Why? Why not? Well, that'll be very cool. So, I think that's a good amount of news, but uh, let's talk about what you've been up to uh, these past couple of months. What games you've been playing, how everything's been going on, and get a little update. Well, this few months is definitely a little bit more busy in my office, but that doesn't mean I ever stop gaming. Um, yes. <laughs> I recently get back to Pokemon Go. Just because my co-workers are playing, I was refusing to join them at the beginning, but um, they asked me to download the game again so that I can transfer some Pokemon from the old days to them because you got a special lucky rate if, if, you, if your Pokemons are old enough. Mm. So I did that. I download it back and I, I give them something and then I start playing again. Like, yeah, they got me. Nice. <laughs> and then very nice. Yeah, and then I start walking after dinner every day to catch some Pokemon, catch up some raid, and sometimes I meet up with my friends, have a walk for the raid hours, catching different Pokemon, exchanging uh, maybe doing Pokemon battle, like a bunch of stuff. Like literally, I walk a, a lot more. Like I walk, I walk about sixty kilometers every week now. Wow. Well, that's a that's a good way to get healthy. I might. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's just a, a good way to just get some activity in. It is. Who said gamers are in uh, Yeah. Yeah, and give Niantic their, uh, you know, endless location data. And you know what? What's <laughs> the best thing for it is. I, I, you know, there's a thing called Pokemon Home. So it's like a oh, Pokemon yeah, bank. Can... So you can transfer what you put in Pokemon Go and transfer it to the Pokemon Home, which you can take them to some of the Pokemon game on your Switch. So that's another thing that I was... Uh, there's like only certain... Po so you can catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go, transfer them to the home. Yes. Will you be able to, like, that's another thing that I'm looking forward to in Scarlet and Violet, potentially, is being able to use Pokemon that you've caught in Pokemon Go. Yes, you do. But uh, I don't think they're releasing that surface right at the release of the game. They said they will do it in 2023, I guess, at the first half oh. of the year. Because otherwise, they would just broke the game. Like, you brought all your trained, uh, prepared Pokemon to the new game and just beat, beat the game right away. Come on, that's no fun. Yeah, that's definitely not going to be that big of a game to play. I mean, n that would actually absolutely crash yep. Nintendo's new game, especially because, you know, out of the three main consoles that we have, or, uh, they are definitely the lowest on the tier of internet, uh, like internet play and internet connectivity. Yeah, so it's definitely a very important IP for Nintendo. Yeah, it's going to blow up the mainframe if they did that at launch, and they need to prepare more servers. Yeah. Uh, so and that'll be a good thing to see in the future, too. Yeah, and speaking of Nintendo, I have also been sticking with Splatoon 3. It is a good game. 
and I just play in a daily base and they have a new locker system which you can collect a lot of stuff and make your own locker put some stickers like like the one you use in high school people put stickers on it put mm. some random stuff in it and you can decorate your, your lockers like like you did in high school which is awesome <laughs> that's that's very cool yeah I, like I've never gotten in, too into Splatoon uh, I definitely want to give it a shot but I need I have a few other there's a few other games that I've got to get through before I pick up a pick up a Splatoon game. Uh, I've also been playing a decent amount of uh, Overwatch Two as well. Oh, huh. how's the but game? It's fun. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, I like the new five v five. I wish there was an option for two tanks, but it's now one tank, two healers, and two <laughs> damage. Balance. But <laughs> yes, balance. Uh, but it's still. Uh, the new characters are pretty fun. Uh, the Halloween event, which is I think over now, but that was a very fun event that they just had like a good. It's it's still a fun game. It's still a great first person shooter that's inventive and playful, not quite as serious and uh paintball feeling as like Call of Duty or anything like that but it still goes it's still a very fun game and i still recommend people checking it out indeed uh the only other thing that the main thing that i've been playing to is i got i did get back in the no man's sky for a while nice hmm. uh it's it's really fun i also re like realized because i've been playing it since launch and like the last time i spent a lot of time was after like the second big update uh, there. Well, I guess the third big update. Uh, but I lost interest because they like changed stuff from the beginning and like how things worked and losing all like changing equipment, how they work together. So like having new items in your inventory that you don't know how to use. Uh, different things like that. Uh, but I've now played enough of this new update to where I'm kind of settled in. Uh, it still kind of crashes a bit on PS4. Hmm. Uh, I do have like it is my oh my god my ten year old launch day PS4. <laughs> I'm surprised it's wow. still alive. <laughs> it's uh it does get a bit jet engine-y sometimes, but it's still I've taken good care of it. I've I tended to like clean it out uh and dust it, take it apart and dust it. Uh, multiple times to make sure everything is not clogged and anything like that. Uh, it has been just, uh, it's been my old reliable and it's still treating me strong. Uh, but uh, No Man's Sky has gotten great, but the way I play open world games is not lended me to any uh, kindness in that game because I just sink hours and hours into that game because it's it's an unbeatable you can't explore every planet and then find everything <laughs> i have to like stop myself from just like going hitting every planet in my vicinity now uh because i'm just like oh i can just go i can just really freely go back and forth between the galaxy and just see everything right now i'm trying to beat it so i can move on to the next part to see what like the end game is but i wanted to finish up uh the horizon zero dawn expansion uh 
it is so good. It is that's, uh, the really enjoyable. I love the storyline of that game. Uh, the world is great. It's post post apocalyptic, so like a thousand years after the apocalypse, but it's it's so exciting. I really really enjoy playing this game. It is a bit farm like uh, collect heavy and kind of like a harvest heavy. So like going around collecting items and stuff to remake your ammo and everything. It's a bit intensive in that regard, but. Gameplay, story-wise, uh, it's a remarkable story. Highly recommend everybody playing it. Uh, and the expansion has been exciting. I'm finishing that up probably later today. And then I will be looking into seeing what we get with, uh, you know, seeing about getting a PS5 before the end of the year. PS5 is awesome. Into... Like, I got my PC a while ago, but I now I switch all my games to my PS5 instead because I still think it's better to play game. It feels better to play game in PS5 because I, let's say I really don't like to work on Windows because I find it very unstable. Every once in a while, it would just randomly decided to drop frames or like what I mean drop frames is going from like 120 frames per second to like 20 or 15 frames per second. Just with no reason. I have no idea why it happens. And sometimes they just decided, okay, I don't want to work anymore. And they just turn into a blue screen. And then, okay, okay, have a, have a nice day. I got to go back to my PS5. So, it, there's just, yeah, there is just so much exciting stuff going on with Horizon. It, I'm very excited to play Forbidden West. And your PC, if your PC has been dropping to like from 120 to 20 that <laughs> I don't know if that's a setting in the game or if you got some background stuff going on I don't know <laughs> it's a it should be a decent one in terms of the specs just I don't know yeah i mean there's got there's got to be something blocking you up background stuff going on meh it's all good yeah Anthony, what have you been uh, playing and getting into? I, I know you were playing the fun game uh, when you were getting started this morning. Yeah, super fun game, <laughs> um, which is God of War Ragnarok, of course. You know, I had to pick that mm -hmm. up. I was sort of on a gaming. <laughs> nice, boy. <laughs> boy. Good game, boy. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I won't talk too much about it because I know it's still relatively new and if you guys haven't well just talk loosely about like game like gameplay yeah, so, combat you know kratos uh, gets you know no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no uh as far as gameplay goes um man just like the the direction and the camera angles of everything is just like so well thought out like um you know the creative director uh, cory barlog i think he's like completely like brilliant and how he there's like these seamless transitions between cutscene and gameplay and it just feels like it's all part of the game that's what i love about it the most it's uh that that was one of my favorite things about the the first one the 2018 it was just so seamless mm -hmm. yeah they it's still and... the same seamless gameplay between story and 
and, and uh, fighting and combat. Uh, the combat is just like, you know, it's been a while since I played the first God of War, but um, it's so open-ended. There's so much room for like all these endless combos, switching between weapons. Um, there's a lot of RPG elements, so um, it can get very RPG-esque in terms of like whether you want to play as a strength build, you know, do tons of damage, or do you want to be more of a defense build, um, or if you want to power up your special attacks, there's lots of customization for that. So it's depending on your play style, you can, you know, play it how you want, which I think is great. That I do think that that, that it is very exciting. I've heard that like the equipment, uh, like your your like your armor and uh, uh, like armor and shield and everything else. Like your each individual pieces of armor, they're more dynamic, and you can so you can like upgrade a certain set of armor that has these certain abilities. Or if you want to switch armor to have a different certain abilities, you can like upgrade that to a further upgrade point rather than like the first one having kind of. There's like the once you find the best armor, you just kind of wear the best armor. Exactly, and it looks uh, cool. There's no rehashed skins for the armor either. And best best part, you don't have to pay to power up your armor. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's a good way to do it. Uh, just is it just powered up by you wearing it and fighting enemies? Um, you you have to uh find certain items um go exploring and and that's that's another thing the game does really well it really encourages you to explore the map um because when you do you get rewarded with um you know items for crafting um experience points uh currency all that nice so it's it's really well thought out it's a fully fleshed game get it it's awesome. Hurry up and get it. All righty. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Are you? That's <laughs> it's going to be yeah. Once I get my hands on it, I mean, I got that and Pokémon coming out. I there's not going to be too much leaving of the house for a while. You're going to be busy. Don't worry about that. You got Breath of the Wild 2 on next year. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, you never got to uh, leave your Tears room. of the Kingdom. Oh. <laughs> I do like I like that name a lot. I ah, oh. oh. <laughs> Zelda, you're gonna be coming back, and you're gonna be better than ever. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so happy! I'm so happy! <laughs> I forgot all about it. <laughs> I'm just there, there's all the open world games, and I mean, I also wanted to like I have a 4K TV now, and I wanted to play. I wanted to read play cyberpunk on that because i haven't really played it again i still love the story and want to see some of the expansions oh did you done. watch the cyberpunk anime uh i did not know uh, but i i've heard it, that i need it's awesome to. Uh, yeah they really uh i'll check it out i still need to finish <laughs> house of dragon and rings of power <laughs> but i'm making my way through them i have like two episodes of rings of power left and three of house of dragon I'll be able to knock those out at some point. 
Nice. But they, those have been really fun games. I really, really enjoyed. Uh, sorry, shows also. <laughs> uh, really well done. I'm very excited to see where both those stories go, how well they hold up. But gameplay-wise, Hori- like honestly, Horizon could be a really killer TV series. Oh, yeah. Like, her, like with... <sighs> Horizon would be such a amazing story to tell like that. That would, yeah. Uh, but we'll see how. I mean, it would also, if they want to do it justice, it would also be a lot of money, <laughs> especially well, for like the environment uh, and everything else. Hopefully, The Last of Us on HBO does good. If that does good, then oh, we'll see more. Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Ho- fingers crossed. I mean, that's a. You brought a topic that know. we should I mean, not I... be. We should not be mentioning it. Uh, uh, the, we should it's, watch it's it. The elephant in the at room. Some point. <laughs> we'll have to watch it at some point. It's gonna be, yeah, it'll be good, but we'll have to watch it for sure. I keep my comments on it. Yeah. Uh, that would be a good review to have on this. I still wanted to watch the uh. The Legal Legends show as well, Arcane, or I believe it is the Netflix one. I feel like that would be a fun, entertaining show. But oh yeah, we'll see. There's still a lot that we can. There's still a lot that'll like have been coming up for shows and everything else. Uh, we'll see how the future, what the future holds. I mean, Marvel has been basically taking over the film industry, <laughs> and all movies half movies that are coming out are marvel movies so i mean there's hope for niche video game environments and stories to be told maybe there'll be shows maybe there'll be movies we'll see but it's really interesting to see how just uh, just the environment that we live in with games right now i mean the ps5 has been out for two years and it's still hard to get same with the xbox one or the series x rather like they're still pretty hard to get uh, like just going into a store. Even Ash has got his champion. You still haven't got your PS5. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Ash is finally the Pokemon champion after, what, 20 years? And you still haven't got your PS5. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> I'm working on it. I was upgrading the setup first. I didn't want to sell my... I didn't want to play a PS5 on a subpar setup. But that'll be coming very soon. Yep. I God, right. I, I still can't get over how like they've kind of perfected the PlayStation controller with the Dual Sense, but that's a that's on previous episodes that we've talked about it. Uh, there's <laughs> there's not a ton of like video games that I've been as looking forward to as Ragnarok and the new Pokemon. Honestly, the Pokemon has been the biggest thing that I've been wanting to see for a very long time. Hmm. Uh, I definitely have better expe- expectation on it than their previous few games. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. The yeah. There's a lot more. Like Ragnarok. I like. We'll have a talk about Ragnarok after we've. It's been out for a while, and we can have a chance to get in on it. Because I feel like we can do a deep dive on, like, what was involved, like some of the people involved, and how they how they've done what they've done i feel like that would be a great episode to kind of 
analyze the game. Uh, but I think I think it's time to wrap I up. I think it is time to wrap up. I think we're about uh, the end of the episode for today. Um, but we would love to thank you for listening to the Museum of Art and Digital Entertainment's official podcast. If you have any thoughts, questions, corrections, or general museum ideas, please shoot us an email at info at themade.org. We'd like to send out a big thank you to everyone who donated recently, and to our patient supporters who keep the maid afloat. Patient donors get to listen to this podcast one week before its release on major streaming services, and we continue that with future episodes every other week. In uh, this week's episode was brought to you in part by uh, Patreon donors uh, Emmanuel Flores and Entropy and me. Uh, thank you very much for your support. Until next time. I'm Red. I'm Chin. And I'm Anthony. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Uh, see you in a couple weeks. Yes. Yeah, we'll see we'll you next, yeah. Time. Next, <laughs> next time. Yeah, next time. Whoops. All good. Thank you. And we'll catch you next week. Also, if you want to do any support, if you have any questions, uh, please uh, shoot... Uh, me an email at alex.kalpakoff at themade.org. That's A-L-E-X dot K-A-L-P-A-K-O-F-F at themade.org. Um, if you would like to help out or have any other information uh, or would like to be on an episode of the show, uh, please reach out. 